All right, then we're Is that saying... one clap or two claps? <laughs> no, that was the sound you heard two claps because three people clapped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, yo, everybody. My name is Hate. The... Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh. You really went with hate? I mean, we, we explicitly said don't go with hate. I, I'm a hateful ind- individual. Yeah, but that's right, a verb. Fine. Like, we are fine. nouns. This fine. is frog. I am moth. Oh, I, I see how th- this yeah, is. Yeah, you have to become a fan Everyone animal. gotta hate hate. <laughs> Just add an R. Just call yourself hater. <laughs> Hashtag we... Yeah, hater. Fuck you. <laughs> David Hater. <clears throat> All right. Silence. Silence in the fucking courtroom here. <clears throat> Here, one sec. Before you start, I'm going to switch chairs because this one creaks like a motherfucker. One sec. <laughs> You're fine. Also, I highly recommend that uh, if you have any Discord notifications on, then you... Oh, yeah. I mean, mine's... It. I have headphones on. Don't worry about it. Fucking well, it'll... shit. If... All right. It... I doubt my that'll pick up. My computer still sends them through my speakers, even with the headphones in. You've kind of dumbass audio go. setup you got going on. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> All right, we're okay. good. Uh, there's no back to this chair, so it doesn't creak. Great. You mean it's, a, it's called a stool? <laughs> if it's got wheels, it's not a stool. A stool, a stool implies <laughs> stool like stationary. Have, a stool can have wheels. No, it can't. Yeah. Yes, it can. Yes, That's it can. a wheelie chair. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wheelchairs have backs. Wait, wait, wait. So any any no, no, any no, 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 no. chair that wait wait wheelchairs do have backs. What the fuck are you talking about? No, 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 no. If it has wheels and a back, then it's an office chair. If it has <laughs> just a chair and no wheels, it's a stool. Yeah. If it has no, wheels it has... and a stool but no back, then it's a wheelie chair. What do you mean it has a stool? <laughs> you can't. What do you mean it has? If it has a stool. <laughs> Yes, if it is just the seat without the back. You can't can have take a stool, shit. you are stool, or you aren't stool. <laughs> if you are stool, you have no back. He, she, we, stool. Look, 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 a stool is three to five stationary legs without wheels. <laughs> Wait, why is it that's so... arbitrary why five five? no more no more (laughs) have you ever seen a chair with six legs that wasn't an (laughs) office chair that had like the podium and then just the tentacle branch have you ever seen a chair with more than six legs period that's my question (laughs) i mean well like it it depends because are you counting like the center post and then the 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 wheels that branch out is that considered like six legs or is that just a center podium with vines (laughs) vines vines no tree anatomy roots (laughs) roots have you only ever seen a, a stool in the natural? <laughs> Those free-range stools? Just go out to the spots involved. There's just a bunch of freaking stools from Ikea just chilling in the woods waiting to be fucking, harvested. Fucking grazing and shit. <laughs> now that there's the free-range stool farm. You know, we still haven't done the intro yet. and We just wasted two this minutes. This is the room. intro. <laughs> We'll do it live! We'll do it live! (laughs) Fuck it! Jesus. (laughs) Hello, everybody. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Hey there, everybody. My name is English Mike. I'm joined with the eldritch abomination that is the Frog King. That's me. And the cryptid that knows no bounds. The Mothman. I'm also a civil engineer. 
he also has a real boy job. Okay. And this is We Hate Anime, I think. It's, it's, I think so. Name probably. <laughs> we gotta go to the patent office on it. Yeah. Has not been trademarked yet, may already be taken. That's actually, yeah, you have, you have kind of a point, actually. I Google this real quick. Hey, I don't care. I was highly considering taking the weeb cast because Jeff Thu hasn't done shit with it. I'm calling you out, Jeff Thu! Fuck we you! Hate anime podcast. Let's see. Do we Do we even I get mean, this name? Do we? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, there is, is a We Hate <laughs> Anime podcast. There is. It was last updated two years ago three. Uh, by a bunch of guys. Three, three. Yeah, we got a bunch of images that look like some Parappa the Rappa bullshit. <laughs> Ooh, they're fucking dead, kid. The last episode was called Young Black Jack. <laughs> well, Young Black Jack was actually pretty okay. Like, Oh, no, I was, I was reading it like Jack Black. <laughs> Young Black Jack. <laughs> Just, they put his last name first to actually keep the weeb aesthetic. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it's the Jack Black, like, biopic. And this is how I got into that terrible movie about the Goosebumps. You know, weirdly enough, that wasn't the worst kids movie he did. I still think that falls to like Oliver's Travels or whatever the hell. I was about to say Oliver's Travels. That fucking film. I think I made it like. I think I made it twenty five minutes in, right when he gets to the island and the good shit should start, (laughs) and it just fucking nopes. Yeah, I, I I love Jack Black. I considered him, like, my god when I was a child. And, like, that movie came out, like, I think a few months or maybe even a year after School of Rock. And that movie's kick-ass. And I was like, yeah, Gulliver's, oh, no! <laughs> no, 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 he had to, no. It, this was after Kung Fu Panda. So, like, this was, was after Pick of Destiny. Yeah, like, Gulliver's Travels, I want to say, is 2011. Oh Let's my god, Comfort Jack Black, old. Gulliver's Travels. Like, after Hollywood had sucked the... Uh, yeah, 2010, there we go. Yeah, 33 wow. on Metacritic. Like, Oof. when it's Jack nice. Black going shawooby-dooby doesn't save your movie, <laughs> nothing does. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that oh. movie. <laughs> just... R.I.P. Jack Black being revived as a gamer. <laughs> just, oh, feels like... The whole movie just feels like very, very low tier, like uh, fur affinity level, level like fetish posting. <laughs> you got like the gargantuism fetish. You just uh, there's just yeah, that movie creeps me out. I bet you there's a deleted like uh, vor scene, one hundred percent. Just to get a Jack, Jack Black, Black joke out. Oh yeah, like it's probably like. Uh, oral and anal vor, 100%. And Jack Black wanted it in, he fought for it, but they took it away from him. <laughs> Tragic. Honestly, I, yeah, so, uh, anime this week. <laughs> we are, we are five weeks into it, the, into the season, and I can five? actually say that I finally started dropping anime. Oh, boy. Frog does not really watch seasonally because he well, I, I, is, I, has a soul. I do watch seasonally. I just not this one, except for like I started watching Sarah's on because you guys told me to. Yeah, Fuck that, yeah! That that's gonna be a topic of conversation. I do but, have a problem uh, with it. A couple problems with it, but it's good. I like it. Just just a couple, just a couple. You know, a there bunch of thirteen-year-old boys. That's fucking not each the other problem. Dressing up like girls. You know, that's not the problem. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. With three young men eating out a zombie to completion. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Just problems with it are mostly like the repeated footage every episode, but there's well, actually like it's not actually repeated. They just use very similar animations well, each time. The, the cop song is repeated. <laughs> well, see, that's that's the thing. My wife has a theory about that that he's actually trying to the the director, the guy who's done like Yuri Kuma and Penguin Zoe, Nato Shoujo. I don't know the Penguin one. Uh, he's doing, he's doing the monster of the week thing because back in the day on like, uh, yeah, things, I don't mind that. Right. Yeah. Like Ultraman. I I, I like monster of the week. Yeah. But, and that's what they're doing. Cause like back in the day, I mean, you watch Sailor Moon, she used the same takedown technique for 60 some odd Mm -hmm. episodes over Mm -hmm. and over and over again. And we ate it up like idiots. Yeah. Now the difference is, I mean, I didn't watch Sailor Moon, but. Yeah, the but target yeah, yeah. audience. We're now in our twenties. We're not, you know, seven, eight years old. We we notice reused animation now. Yeah. So it's like, why are you? I mean, here's the thing, right? Like little small. The difference, difference between like little small clips of reused animation and like entire scenes is, is very, very different. So like, well, I'll like I'll watch like the girl and the gun scenes of like transformation, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, I get it. That it's repeated, but it's whatever. It's like thirty. It's like ten seconds long. But these yeah, are like it's... full two to three minute scenes that are getting repeated. Well, and the thing is, they don't change their attacks at all. And I get it. That's their signature attack is frisbee disc to anal bead pullout. Like, yeah. I get that. But it's it's just not enough. It's not. See, but, I, I really don't agree. And I think it's because I am just balls deep into tokusatsu where <laughs> repetitive monster of the week shit, like, it's all over the place. And i do not see a problem with a limited or reused animation so long as it's in service to what it's trying to do and i think sarazamai is doing it really well and not only that but the animation that is reused like like that fucking otter scene i have never once even thought of skipping it and i've watched i've looked it up on youtube to rewatch it and re-listen to it which one the, uh, that, the top one yeah, yeah. okay yeah I, that I did song is so fucking catchy <laughs> No, no, oh, it is. You. It's uh, it is my favorite scene from Persona. Is that that <laughs> that song? Oh, <laughs> wait, what? That like, is... I, yeah, I remember you saying something about that on Discord, and well, I it's... called you out about what the fucking moth are you talking about? No, because... no, no, no. That that was something else. But uh, that scene just it it hits me so hard with like the Persona Five intro where you wake up in jail. It's not even funny. It's it's just there you are. You're in jail. It's over again. I don't. I don't really see it. I don't see the connection between. Co- I mean, they are cops, but uh, I. I mean, the thing is, like when they when they get the guy that they that they kill, they're like they're always like on the, like, at the uh, accusation table or whatever, and they're like, "Ah, oh, you, you fucking dipshit! I'm gonna shoot you!" And then they shoot him. I think it's yeah. what he's referring is it to. Because they, oh yeah, they do kill them. Yeah, they, they kill they, them. They get yeah, they get rid of these guys that no one's gonna notice if they go missing. Well, just... actually, uh, what they're trying to do is harvest desire. Yeah, but the, the Nakapa stuff. Them disappearing is not part of their plan. That's the part that's going awry for them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess Otter yeah. is like the big bad, and they're like... Uh... Well, that's... I mean, I, I get the feeling that the central theme of this anime is uh, repressing deviancy to fit into society. Like, Kinda, that's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm getting from it. <laughs> I mean... I was going to say that the central theme is connecting to people. <laughs> I don't know where I got that idea from. Just throwing it out there. I mean, I... maybe the fact that it just uses the same like naming title of every anime that's like trying to be witty. Like uh I... Tenchi Muyo's with its no time for intros, like every episode is no time for princess, no time for demons. It's oh, like fuck. I want to connect, but <laughs> you're right. I never noticed that about uh, Tenchi Muyo. 
mostly because I was too busy being a, a seven-year-old child uh, touching my penis. Yeah, no, that's uh, we could go on that on a later date, but I'm going to go on a rant about how I'm pretty sure Adult Swim didn't check the first few episodes of a couple of their shows. Or not even Adult Swim, Toonami. When I was a kid and they like started airing Outlaw Star and stuff. And there's just full-on sex scenes on primetime television for children. Oh, like, oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, that was that was there. But the Tenchi Muyo in particular, I don't know about uh, Outlaw Star. I actually somehow missed that show. Um, Tenchi Muyo, they edited the, the absolute shit out of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Because there's they... way more titty in the actual thing. Well, no, because I, I have the OVAs and there's like, I think, only two episodes where they really highlight that aspect of it. Um, and that's just because when I was a kid, like, my dad was like, oh, yeah, my son is retarded and likes <laughs> anime. And so he'd buy me these things and never watch them. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, I got the Love Hina DVD box set. Like, I got everything. I'm just like, huh, I wonder why I grew up to be an idiot. <laughs> now, I, I wonder why you grew up to hate all the things you hate, because it sounds like your dad was punishing you with these bad shows. <laughs> I'm glad we have yeah, all the, the perspectives fact... going on here. <laughs> well, it's... it's, but, it's of, like, uh... of someone who, like, grew up and their dad was like, ah... Yeah, fuck it. And then, or someone like me, where I was like tangentially aware of anime and my friends were like, you'd like this. And I'm like, no. And then I and I would like go home and just be like, no one can know. Well, I just, I remember like, just my father was like totally supportive of me liking anime for some reason. It's really, really weird. But I, I remember, think it's because he thought you were gay. <laughs> probably. <It's> possible. <laughs> I mean, like, I tried to get into cheerleading at one point and, like, Hell wrestling yeah. at the same time, which I guess, like, both show off flamboyancy. But uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but back in the day, Blockbuster just kind of got whatever anime they could get. Like, they didn't give a single oh, crap about what they got. I know. And uh, so you would just go in and you'd, like, pick up a random DVD, and it's not labeled for children or adults. And my stupid ass walks home with Agent Aka, and I'm watching that in the family living room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Okay. It's before your time, Frog. Yeah, I understand I mean... that. <laughs> You're, you are a child. <laughs> but, like, way back when, it, we didn't have a Blockbuster for a long time. In fact, we didn't have Blockbuster until Blockbuster was shutting down. But we did have uh, this uh, <laughs> movie store that was called Hollywood Video. Oh, wait, oh, yeah, you live in the West Coast then, don't you? Oh, yeah. I, I, no, I live, in, I live in Arkansas. I live in the Mid-South. I could have like, sworn Hollywood Video was, like, primarily Midwest. I'm sure it was. All I know about it for... All I really know is that Hollywood Video, whenever it stopped being profitable, turned itself into a pet food store called Hollywood, like, fucking feed. <laughs> really? Yeah. But, like, I would go there and I would just, like, okay, where where's the cartoons? Because I didn't know what anime was until after I watched Akira, and this was years later. Um... I was just looking for cartoons and I saw this one and I think it was called Soul Taker and all I knew is that it had the Goku characters look look and it wasn't anything like that but just anime and I and I took it home and what I saw like I I will never forget scenes from this cartoon it was so fucking crazy and my mom let me get it cuz my parents didn't care and there's this scene at the end and it it actually kind of traumatized me a little bit where so the whole plot is nothing it, like like in 90 in like 90s OVA fashion the plot makes no sense and it's just weird and flashy 
Uh, it involves the bad guys kidnapping the main character's best friend, convincing him that he is the main character, and then flooding the city and having them fight on Tokyo Tower. And the main character chops the dude's head off, screaming like, You're whatever your name is! And he's just holding his fucking bleeding head. He's like, You're whatever his name is! You're And it's like, oh, I'm 12. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, jeez. That was, uh... Wait, wait, one second. When did Elfin Lied come out? Sorry, Elfin Lied, because I have to pronounce it with my German accent. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be right. You gotta be right or get it tight. Yeah, let's see here. Anime. When did it air? It aired in uh, 2005. Yeah, like, I I remember I grew up in a... uh, I grew up in the anime and the weeb community in Alaska for the longest time was just girls. Like, literally, guys didn't watch anime. It was just girls. It's the opposite of real life. Yeah, yeah, no, and unanimously, like you can talk to my wife about this. Like everybody we know, when girls get into anime, like in their elementary and middle school years, they just go through a straight up yaoi kick I mean, until duh. they turn about nineteen yeah. or twenty. Well, no, it just it happens. And so, yeah. like growing up, I had to deal with. Uh, I would ask people for like anime recommendations because I'm dumb and don't know how to pirate anything. And they'd be like, "Oh man, you should watch Fruits Baskets," which you know is pretty yaoi-ish i would say yeah, okay it, it i would not I would not say it's yaoi i would say it's yaoi friendly <laughs> it's got yaoi hands man i mean that's that's a clear giveaway right there i would not be surprised if the artist did yaoi but i as someone who likes fruba and i call it fruba because i'm one of those guys fruits basket's very much not yaoi in fact it's a pretty good harem it's pretty good you know, it's it's really funny because the English dub of the old manga, like, or the old anime, they just did not know what to do with the dog. Like, if you go back and watch the old stuff, the dog is a pedophile. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got that English, he's got that song that he sings all the time where they just need to make up him saying stuff. And they're just like, high school girls, all for me, guys. High school girls. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, jeez. I don't know if you guys have been watching the reboot, but the, to say uh, they toned that down would be an understatement. <laughs> oh man, he, you haven't even seen his editor yet, and she would have shown up by now, I thought, because uh, he's a he's he's either a mangaka or an author, like in the story. Oh, uh, really? the The writer is uh, it has a self insert. No, it's not a self insert because I'm pretty sure the writer's a woman. Yeah, I was that I. Thought the the writer was a woman. I wasn't sure. Let's see your fruits basket mangaka. I'll find out for you. No, there's there's no way this is a dude because this has like this this older like Japanese lady mindset where <laughs> where it's like she's a mangaka and it's just this weird like women almost want to be abused kind of thing. Like they want men to have complete control of their lives. Uh, I wouldn't say that's in Fruit Basket. I, I would say that you're right that that is a thing, and it's very weird and creepy. Uh, and there is even, like, an element of, uh, like, glorifying uh, kind of abusive behaviors in, uh, uh, not Kyo, but, uh, what is Kyo? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. The cat. Because oh, he's, oh. Su- like, such, he's literally, uh, spoilers, he's literally a fucking monster. Yeah, no, he is. <laughs> I mean, they, they even drop it, like, in the first three episodes. They're like, please don't transform. So it's, uh, yeah, let's see what else she wrote. This is, uh, Natsuki Takaya. She, uh, yeah, she did Subasa. Like, ah, oh, Subasa. Reservoir yeah. Chronicles? 
Uh, I, I don't see that. Uh, they did Lizolette and the Witch's Forest and Tsubasa. Uh, but, like, tell me, Honda, the main character, what can you tell me about her personality? What oh, is mean, her personality as a character? You mean Toru? Yeah, isn't her name Toru Honda? I don't know. I just know it's Toru. I'm really bad with names. <laughs> okay, now I feel dumb. Let me double check that. <laughs> Probably is Toru Honda. I remember thinking. Yeah, it's it was, it's uh, Toru Honda. Yeah. Does this mean that we can like? Is the true OP, uh, o, OTP uh, Toru and uh, Subaru? <laughs> no, because uh, <laughs> Re Zero was terrible. That's something we can agree on. Uh, Moth Re Zero is garbage. Well, it's. I mean, we could do an entire episode about isekais. But I'd have like, to watch ReZero because I actually had. A, I have a, a couple friends who love ReZero to death, and they try to get me into it. And I watched the first episode, and I just like. It's boring. I I, I, did, I just kind of thought it was really boring, and I don't know. I mean, it has an interesting concept, but it's not like it hasn't been done before, right? Just Groundhog's Day. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just it, Groundhog's Day. But <laughs> it's less interesting. It's less interesting Groundhog's Day because at no point does he try and kill himself. Isekai does he try and kill himself? I think uh, he yeah, does. Groundhog's Day, yeah. Totally does. Yeah, he drives off a bridge like three times, yeah. Does he? I, yeah, I he... fucking don't like that show, so I didn't watch Groundhog's more than Day the... or ReZero? ReZero. No, 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 Groundhog's Day, he drives off a cliff. No, he kills himself, he kills himself in, in uh, ReZero. At least, I mean, I, I've heard he does. I can't, I haven't watched it myself. Well, no, that's, uh, actually, Fruits Basket falls into my number one complaint, primarily with harem animes. And I get that, like, harem animes do this because this appeals to their main audience. But the fact that the main character is a sheet of wet paper has always driven me nuts. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm not yeah. even. I wouldn't even argue with you. I, I like I, the the thing I like about Fruits Basket. Uh, Toru does have characterization, but there's not enough of it. Um, in fact, it's something that I really love about the quintessential quintuplets is that every single like character seems like like what you're describing a sheet of wet paper. Because they're just these archetypes. Even the main character is just an archetype. But I could tell you stuff about every single character in that show. Because they, they all get developed. And even um, Yotsuba, who's the most boring one. She's the one with the bow tie. Like, her whole thing is that she's Genki and she's a a sports star. It's really just... Ugh. But it's... Uh, her, her whole development ends up being that, yes, she is boring... Because she puts her sisters first and hasn't developed her own, like, wants and needs. And that becomes her story arc. And it's so fucking fascinating. Like, I, I 100% agree with you. Harem can be like that. That's why the standouts are so amazing. Stuff like Oran High and and Quintessential. Uh, well, I would say Toru. Toru's, like, the main flaw with Toru is that she's too perfect for in every situation. She always knows the right thing to say and is really obnoxious. But I'm already in because I like Kyo and uh, and uh, all the characters. Uh, I It's, it's, uh, who was it that made this video? It was, I think it was Giguk. He made oh. this really great, Giguk, okay, I understand. I hated Giguk for a long, long no, time. No, no, no. It's Giguk is fine. Uh, I just can't agree with him on taste. Like, Giguk is fine. He's a million subscriber YouTuber who talks only about anime, and that's really cool. Uh, I just, I've never liked his taste in anime, so I actually much prefer Mother's Basement when it comes down to those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Mother's Basement has some, like, horrible background drama I'm not aware of. Oh, dude, the like, Twitter's never, full of it. Like, don't follow I, I don't him on know. Twitter. What, it's great. I, it's apparently, apparently, Mother's Basement did some like horrible, like 
terrible things. Like he was human trafficking people, like balloons filled with cocaine. <laughs> like I don't know what it is, but every time I bring up Mother's Basement, everyone's like, "Oh, he's a monster!" And then I'm like, "Why?" He's, he's not a monster. That's like it just everyone just doesn't like him. I mean, the, it's not, the it's problem not, not everyone doesn't like. Him. It's just it's just he's not popular with a lot of people. I guess the the problem with Mother's Basement is twofold. Uh, number one. Uh, he has turned himself into anime game theory, essentially, and not the current game theory, which is actually kind of good. Current game theory, if y'all oh, haven't watched I game theory in a while, like it's like it's not it's not like the Persona video. It's not shots in the dark and fucking hitting nothing, and it's not FNAF every five minutes. It's and and he's putting himself more in the videos. Anyway, regardless, uh, it, he's turned himself into anime game theory so he'll make a video on like an unfinished show uh like uh what's in an op on um that uh rascal girl senpai he did a what's in an op on rascal girl senpai and he tried to read into uh, a scene in the op that's he was trying to put metaphorical meaning in it and then the last episode that that wasn't even close to being out yet at the time was just like no, this is just something that's in the last episode, and <laughs> oh, so you because... mean it's like JoJo Part Three's intro where uh, Jotaro has been punching at nothing the whole time, and you find out in the last three episodes it's Dio. Yeah, it's like it. it that's a perfect actually example. If uh, if Mother's Basement had decided to make those JoJo OPs that made them so popular, the analysis of those before they that Part Three was over, he would have done that. He would have been like. Why is he punching at nothing? It's like the ephemeral chase of of re- trying to reach your goals. And no, he's punching Dio. Oh my God. Like, no, he would have missed such obvious things. And that's just sort of what he's been doing. If a show's really popular, he'll do a what's in the OP on it before the show's even finished. I think he even did that with Mob Psycho. And oh, man. I, no, I think, it's, I think the show was the, over by the time he did it, actually. Maybe. I, I don't watch every video he puts out because most of them are, like, terrible Oh, what's the what's the video uh how to be a harem protagonist is probably my favorite uh just because it has my all-time favorite line from him the under no circumstances should you end up with your sister she's your sister <laughs> i i don't watch uh his how-to because i yeah neither. there's something about the fake 40s radio announcer voice that just like it's like fucking sandpaper on my skin i hate it well, what do you say, chap? What's so wrong with that voice? There's nothing wrong with it if you can do it. You know, for a nickel, I could have a bunch of those people come and beat your ass for making fun of our voices, son. Okay, so we, we, we got that out of the way. Um, and I, I think we spent way too long talking about just uh, benign things here. What else is going on this season? What have you guys dropped? What have you watched? Where are we going? Uh, It's been very slow for me this season, dude. I uh, Like I said, I've, the only show I've watched from the season is... Sorry, so I'm not. Uh, it's kind of. I'm just taking the opportunity to go back and watch stuff I haven't watched before. Like, I, I think I mentioned in Aga today. I started Death Note, which I've actually never seen, and people think that's insane. Um, yeah. And it's it's well, cool. It's, it's good. So uh, I'm I'm pulled up the Crunchyroll list because uh, I yeah. haven't actually pirated anything in 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 years. And this is not me just like trying to clear my name in case <laughs> the statute of limitations gets brought up. Officer, please. Like, the moment I had a career, I just. Yeah. I I just stop pirating stuff. Yeah, I mean, I just use Crunchyroll too nowadays. That's it's good. Yeah. Well, nice. uh, Hulu apparently gets like five or six animes each season, and I mean, I don't know what happened with Amazon Prime, but they like snuck in and grabbed the Evil Circus and uh, 
Dororo. Like, they just grabbed him while yeah. nobody was looking. Yeah, the Amazon same thing Prime with, um... is still getting good stuff. They just stopped locking it behind uh, extra subscription services, which is great, Oh, that's actually. good. So, uh, I, looking at the Made current season... Last, uh, a couple years ago, too, eh? Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, there's, so, what's going on right now? We got on Hulu, uh, we got One Punch Man, which we can talk about later. Oh, that's yeah. That's a train wreck. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll I talk about that later. About that. Uh, the only other one notable of like actual note that is strictly on Hulu is there's an anime about a sports club in high school. Imagine that. Wow. But uh, they play Koto. No. And, uh, what is that? It's it's actually surprisingly good. What is Koto? Uh, uh, Koto is a musical instrument from Japan. That's not a sport. Oh. No, it's not. That's why it's so interesting. <laughs> is it's it's literally like hey, instead of a sport. We're playing a musical instrument. But I, I why is it a sports understand. club? That's not a sport. Like, turn it off. To, we got to put a stop to this. It's not right. Okay, but it, it falls into the sports club series. You know, it's generic. Um, I think it would just be a club. Favorite series is the sports club series. Yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much what we're dealing with right now on that side of things. Uh, Amazon's got nothing right now that I've noticed. We got Dororo, and that's still going. Uh, Evil Circus, I think, is still going. I just haven't watched it since they went to France, because I just dropped it after that. Mm. Uh, yeah, uh, D- Dororo is still going, and is still one of my actual favorites. Uh, I'm actually super surprised. Uh, MAPPA's doing it, uh, if you don't well, know. MAPPA's good. Yeah. I, I didn't even know who MAPPA was until I checked the other day, and they've done, like, 12 of my favorite animes they've done some good stuff mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of on and off it's weird um well well they get the weirdest stuff like um they get the garo series like they've done every garo series mm-hmm. and the only garo series i've liked was vanishing line yeah and i i've watched a little bit because uh, garo is based off of uh, tokusatsu so i've watched i'd really like vanishing line um i'm more of a fan of the tokusatsu garo just because it's it's basically common rider but for adults it's really great well and um, super bara happy which we all know that i love me that bara you you like anything with a broad tr- chest or just a little bit of hair oh man not even like give me that old gangplank skin from like 2009 <laughs> league of legends where his like pubes were coming straight up onto his chest he had those like tri pubes just bursting out in every direction give me those yeah. so uh when it comes to this season um I haven't dropped anything yet, which is really weird. Um, of everyone that we talk with, I'm the person the quickest to drop shit because I'm ah. so easily bored with modern anime. But I'm actually finding a lot that I enjoy, even some shit that I shouldn't enjoy. Uh, well, find I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go through the list of stuff that uh, hasn't been continuing from a previous season that I have right now on Crunchyroll. Uh, and I'll tell you where we stood when I dropped it, if I dropped it. Uh, Alchan can't study. Uh, I actually dropped that last episode. Oh, I love Alchan can't study. Dude, last episode was the episode where we got the dude screaming, I am a virgin! And it was peak aesthetic. It was great. Uh, maybe I need to go back and watch it, but um, I, I don't know. I don't like fan service episodes. And when episode four had me right at the edge of not watching anymore, and then episode five starts with fan service, I, I just dropped it. Maybe it's good. I actually enjoyed a lot of it. I enjoyed the characterization. Um, I just dropped it, though. Episode five dropped it. I mean, it, it's fair. It's it's a ten minute uh, anime, which is it's just super digestible. I can get off work and not feel like doing anything. And I'll see Ao-chan uh, can't study updated and 
and I don't have time for anything, I'll just watch it ten minutes and then go to bed. <laughs> yeah. uh, Cinderella and Oh, oh sorry, go no, ahead. No, it's okay. I just you mentioned uh like fan service episodes and I just I'm trying to stifle myself. Like I should I bring up Shield Hero right now or so? <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Is Shield Hero gonna get good again? Honestly, uh... like it's, I super I've, I super enjoy it. Like I, I still do. I'm so bored. Like I'm actually just bored right that's, now. That's totally fair. I the, the last two episodes. Last four? I still in. I <laughs> would okay. Well, I like would the say, last four episodes, like ever since the wave ended, and he basically put no. the king in his place. I've been like sleeping. No, I I totally don't agree there. I think everything up to the fucking CG dinosaur waking up is was pretty good. And then I, everything I, after that has been pretty. Go, it, it needs to go somewhere. Like Jesus the, Christ! The, like the line, uh, the light novel is over. The manga is over. This isn't One Piece. You don't have to go back and review episodes from the Grand Line War, the Great Pirate War. Oh, you yeah. know, it's it's just but, do it. It's over. Finish the anime. Hate flashbacks so fucking much. Oh my gosh. Uh, c- continuing. Uh, Cinderella Nine. <laughs> I dropped that in the first thirty seconds. I, I have just, not booted it up at all. Uh, never heard of it, it. It's a shitty baseball anime with an all-girl cast, and we all know how I feel about all-girl casts. It's a shitty uh, baseball anime, and I believe they're also idols. I think it's an idol oh, or, or one of those spinoffs. Kill two birds well, with one stone, dude. Well, it's I'm such a dirty hypocrite about this because I'm I'm complaining about a, a mono gender sports anime, and yet like last season, Hinomaru Sumo was my favorite. So it's just yeah. like, oh shit. You will literally get a boner if it's all guys and you don't need anything else. But no, I dare don't. a vagina touch the cast. Well, like, it, and it's it's the one thing. It's it's guys not wearing nice clothing. Like uh, right now, an anime is airing called like Bakumatsu, which is just sexy guys, and it's it's even about the the Shinsengumi and whatnot. I just don't care. I just do not care. Yeah, that 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 show. I think it's no. I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, that show looks like just completely average. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm I'm gonna mention the sleeper hit of the season, the anime that has blown pretty much everybody I talked to out of the water is uh, Demon Slayer. I've heard a lot of good things that, about Demon Slayer. I haven't watched it yet though. Demon uh, Slayer is fucking kino. It. You know, it really is. And what's funny is Demon Slayer is suffering from One Punch Man Season 1 Syndrome, where the mangaka can't draw to save his life. And then the, <laughs> the, the studio that gets then uh, Demon Slayer, and I'm trying to figure out who does Demon Slayer. Uh, I think it's um, production IG, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, uh, it's a UFO table. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And I know that because UFO tables literally the, like most cinematic uh, and like animation team out there they just spend all of their time either doing boring fate adaptations or boring gotcha game adaptations and this is the first time they've done a shonen uh yeah you're right um yeah you're right ufotable ufo table mm-hmm. i don't know i can't pronounce I, it everyone calls it ufotable and i'm like it, it looks like ufo table i don't know it, yeah it i would guess i would guess ufo table because you got to pronounce it syllable wise i mean i guess I, just, I can't uh, yeah, so UFO, demons... UFO oh, tables, pretty much it. Uh, I just call it UFO U- uh, Ufotable because the first time I heard it was due to uh, Demolition D Senpai introduced me to the world of UFO, UFO table and how they don't do shit but boring shit. Like uh, the last thing they did that wasn't Fate or Gacha was that they actually did the Tales of Vesperia anime adaptation, and it's good if you like Tales of Vesperia, but that's not a good Tales game. <laughs> 
Uh, I actually, I would say Tales of Asperia was my first introduction into the Tales game. Uh, so I like to call it cutscene simulator. Oh, wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Not, uh, not Vesperia. Zesteria? Uh, Zesteria. Yeah, no, because Vesperia is, and, and I will get, uh, pitchforked for this later, but Vesperia is the best Tales of game, hands down. No, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. The only one that comes close to it that I've played is, uh, Berseria, actually, uh, more recently. Like, that one is just really great. I don't know if you'll... I feel like you'll be like, uh, she's got ripped clothes, so maybe, maybe... I mean, you can change your clothes later, but, uh, maybe it won't be for you, but I... Thematically, it fits into the story, uh, but I won't go into that. This is posers. Yeah. No, no, it's it's fine. Um, so yeah, Demon Slayer. Two of the three of us who actually watch anime on the current season recommend it. It's good. Watch it. It's, it just gets better. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I plan on watching it. I just the most recent episode where he defeats the 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 fucking monster of hands is oh, just man. Oh. Well, the way they visualize. That, oh yeah. Oh gosh. Oh. The voice acting for that hand monster that reminded me of Hisoka levels creepy. Oh no, I totally agree. Like uh, I, I, it is famous that I I don't like uh, Hunter X Hunter, but I love uh, Hisoka and I totally hear it. Like that dude is, uh, my skin was crawling. And not only that, but like the like the actual like tone, like the direction is so great and the visuals are top notch like you probably haven't even noticed that there's cg all over the fuck of that anime oh yeah no no it's uh the rabbits and the animals running through the snow like that was the first thing i noticed i almost dropped it because that i was like are you serious there's cg already dude the main characters the main character cg half the time yeah yeah he is and that's just because his uh jacket is too difficult to animate because like that Mm -hmm. that green and black he was wearing the uh source film mod that he had Mm -hmm. on him like (laughs) The, the what was it like the counter-strike source uh no no it was the half-life source like skin missing texture patch he had on him <laughs> yeah no it, it doesn't look that that aspect does not look great yeah so uh continuing down we i'm gonna try to get through this so we can get to the heart of our topic <laughs> mm-hmm. uh hitori bochi i dropped that within the first like five minutes i don't like comfy animes i think that's you know anything about just watching slice of life crap with dumb characters dropped it <laughs> I mean, I, I can see the value in that one. It'll look cute. Hitori uh, Bochi is like literally one of my favorites because it's the most relatable. There's a scene in the first episode where, because uh, it's it's about a girl with anxiety trying to make friends so that her only friend won't will, will continue to talk with her because she's yeah. like, if you don't make friends with your whole fucking class, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and not, and uh, a very good friend. There's a there's a moment where she's it's the first day of school and she's walking in the class. And she sees someone who uh, is off to herself, and she's like, "Oh, I, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna go talk to her because she's by herself. You know, maybe she wants to be alone. You know, maybe she's not talking, and maybe she's shy." And, and uh, then she sees someone who's talking a lot, and she's like, "Well, I won't go talk to them because they're talking. Maybe they don't want to be interrupted." And it's like that's it's so peak, like relatable. Oh, it hits me. I love it. I've teared up like once or twice. And Hitori Bochi is like the cutest creature in the world she wears this frumpy fucking uniform that doesn't fit her right and it's so i love her so much i want her to be happy 
So that's that's a fifty percent recommendation right there. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend it, but then again, I also dropped the Fox anime after the first episode. Shit, so, I thought we're doing this. Know. Right, am I gonna have to like watch every anime coming out this season at least at least one episode so we can do this? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, your nah. entire job from this point onward is just to be. You know, you don't watch anything. You you are the viewer in this situation. Mm. You are the member of the group who's the viewer who everybody <laughs> can relate to because they're like, hey, I don't know what these guys are talking about either. You're frog every man. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Isekai Quartet, I'll just say this. If you didn't like three of the four animes that are in Isekai Quartet, it's not for you. It's just <laughs> fan service. I'll say this about Isekai Quartet. Boy, Konosuba's shoulders are hurting from carrying that anime. Oh yeah, no, I would. I thought Overlord was gonna carry that anime. Nah, Konosuba is. Yeah, every single good joke in that so far has been in relation to Konosuba. That's because Konosuba was a gag God. anime, so it kind of just falls into line. Ooh, ooh, I have one that I really want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> have, has anyone watched Joshi? uh Kausei? you know i'm looking right at it and that was the one i was gonna bring up next because uh i didn't even give it a chance <laughs> I you know for the... a fact i wasn't gonna give it a chance <laughs> i watched the first episode okay so uh for for, for people who don't know jose cow uh, is is an anime that has no dialogue and it's just these 15 year old girls gently sighing as things happen around them mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> It's it's you know what it is it's it's the new ASMR for the guys who don't want to admit in public that they have like a YouTube playlist of lolly breathing ASMR. <laughs> there's a there's a scene in the first episode where the girl's just laying on the desk and she's showing her fucking thighs and a girl walks in and starts fucking playing with them like slapping them together. Yeah, yeah. And you guys you guys tell me I have like terrible taste in anime and I got <laughs> hater over here in the corner just going yeah I just I love watching high school girls slap each other's thighs without speaking like <laughs> I mean if you can't love that can you enjoy life All right is that so another 50% is? that can't be uh, it it's it's Joshi Kasue I think <laughs> Jose Kasui I don't know uh, Joshi Kasue Is that like that one show yeah. that comes out every year that's just like uh that just just blatantly just uh no 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 the the one that's a blatant porno is why the tights. hell are you here teacher and oh that one that, that one too yeah why the hell are you here teacher is the best all right we'll talk about that one um just gonna <laughs> bullet through the rest of these real quick because yeah. uh otherwise we're gonna spend too much time on this midnight occult civil servants dropped it after episode three uh it it's... had a really good idea but it was just so boring it's it's a soft yaoi for girls that's how i would say it i think um, it's really good not gay enough really yeah exactly like it it sits on that borderline of being gay but it's not gay enough to hold my attention it's like i just i i would fuck the shit out of that fucking fox boy oh he's not a boy he's a grown man fat fox man fucking no, he's the, the the scientist the one who wears a choker oh that <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that one, we can yeah, talk I'm... about him we can talk about him but no i'm talking about a character that appears in like episode three and it's just this uh, fucking androgynous, long-haired, dark-skinned, uh, like golden-eyed Adonis of a of a of a little beachy boy, and I just Mars oh, he's really good. Yeah, all right. So this is now a not safe for work podcast. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry, I'm horny on name, guys. Uh, Mix, I need to get around to watching, so I don't have an opinion on Mix yet. Um, moving down the line, Sarah's on my. We've already recommended. Yeah. Uh, Senryu Girl dropped that last episode. Uh, episode I... five dropped it. 
I love Sinryu Girl. I think it's super fucking cute. I can understand why someone would drop it, though, because it's just cute. Well, it's... My wife and I have these issues with a lot of stuff that we watch. Like, we, we tend to like and drop the same stuff. I think the only two animes we've ever disagreed on was I liked Baki and she liked Attack on Titan. And we didn't like the other's anime. Uh, Senryu Girl, it, it just... It has that issue where you have a developing human being with a social inability. And I get that we have those people growing up. Like, those people can exist. But, like, her parents are doing nothing to, to get her to talk. Like... Well, that, you know, she's that's actually the thing with her. Um, she can talk just fine. It's just she uh, she tends to confuse herself when she talks. And it's not like it's not a developmental thing at all. It's just, uh, well, I I communicate a little bit better through words and I really like haikus. So I'm going to be a haiku person. And it she she just she tends to get tongue tied. It's not even like a Komi San situation where she can't communicate. She has tons of friends. Yeah, well, it's it's. I just, um, Moe can only get an anime so far, very less so with me. Like, I, I can't watch an, uh, Moe to save my life, so I, I dropped it. It's it's another 50% recommend. Um, I have a hardline showing in Senin th- side, so I'm not going to recommend it, but uh, you will. I feel like a portion of the show is just going to end up being like, uh, you guys, you these me as your guinea pig to like watch shows you like. <laughs> oh, Jesus. once we get... Once we get to the meat of what the show's gonna be, we're gonna make you watch so much shit, oh, and you're gonna no. make us watch, like, your basic taste bitch stuff. <laughs> I like... Hey, guys. I just like a couple things that just are a little more obscure than Rose, okay? I'm sorry. Just, I no, just, Frog's... I just wanna watch Frog Kaiji. Frog gonna... <laughs> oh, well, Kaiji's good, but it's old. I mean, come on. Yeah, but... Frog's uh, gonna make us watch that fucking anime of that manga he likes that he doesn't wanna Kengen, watch. I'm gonna Which watch one? It. I'm gonna watch the... 100%. Uh, Kengen Asura. Okay, <laughs> uh, I gotta talk about this when it comes out because. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'll I'll, I'll talk about it with you because yeah. I'm excited for that. I, um, I, mm, I'm so conflicted. Just, I'm so goddamn conflicted. <laughs> I just I'm I'm imagining like Frog coming in one day into the conversation, and be like, "Hey guys, so uh, new anime you should all watch. It's called Big Mouth." <laughs> Dude, come on. Is that how Next little you think of me? Next week we're watching the first three episodes of Big Mouth. Who's with me, right? Is that how much you think of me that I'm gonna come up? Yeah, with? actually, uh, though the one it's it's weird. The one that kind of got new episodes this season, so I can talk about it. But it was only three. Just because I'm not a hardcore uh, doesn't mean I'm a fucking normie. Come on. <laughs> no, uh, High Score Girl. I I really love High Score Girl. Which that's it, the, it's uh, funny that's the last thing I'd hear you say that. I, I, I no, it's it's uh, the main character. Even though it's a harem, the main character has a personality. Like. He does stuff. Wait, High School Girl is a harem? I thought it was just about a kid who's, like, getting with a girl and they're teaching each other to be good at games and they realize they like each other. No, it's it's a harem because once you get onto the second half of the first season, uh, it, it, it becomes a harem. Oh, that makes me less wanting to watch it, but I will it's, eventually. Yeah, so uh, going down the line, uh, I dropped We Never Learn at episode three. Uh, that's just a shitty harem and the main character's boring. No, I... I, I... <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to argue with everything. I'm just saying we never learn, A, like it has really enjoyable characters. Um, the opening is amazing. Like, I, don't even think, I don't even think you could argue that it's not. The opening's like Oh, it's, it's fun. It has some of the best anime uh, open uh, animation in an opening this season, definitely. Um, but I, I get why someone would think it's boring. It it is a harem that has very light harem notes. The apparently the manga is way more overbearing with how much harem-y it is. It's Oh, so they actually toned it down for the anime. Yeah. 
weird. And people who've read the uh, manga have said, yeah, they toned it down. And I like it a lot more. And I even see that. Like, they aren't pushing for romance super hard. That's uh, more just like, it's it's they're let, allowing it air to breathe and perhaps develop, with the exception of his childhood best friend, because she's had a crush on him forever, so whatever. Yeah. But moving on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the, we got... We got two more that are of note and then i'll admit that i haven't watched the other ones but uh why the hell are you here teacher mm. I, I i will say this i want to like it i, I want to like it and the reason my I want dick to like wants it, to like it well, no, i, I want to like it because it's it's uh it's a reversal normally it's like older men with younger girls or you know like girls that are the same age as the boys this is like the newest so, thing is like it used to be like the Hawaii cat girls, and now the new thing is like the Arara like senpais. So I mean, yeah, but you know, it's I like it because it's the first anime to do it. But at the same time, no, if it was just a straight comedy, I would love it. I would love this mm-hmm. anime. But it's it's smut. It is quite literally yeah. a hentai because I mean, I mean they had to censor every episode at this point. Wait, really? But they censored it in like the best way. It's just this chibi like version of the female character looking mad at the screen and like pointing at a blackboard and saying, "You can't watch this." Is the Blu-ray going to be funny. like uncensored, or is it just? The, of well, course, the, the, the it's uncensored always uncensored. Simo Aaron, I think you can actually see the uncensored episodes already. Wait, really? No, you're thinking of a different show, and I'm going to bring that one up because I <laughs> that show is. Let's let's continue talking about this one though. That show is yeah. mm, that show is words, boy. Is that show is words. The the, 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 the the tights thing. Yeah, no, well, it's the lolly thing. What? Oh no. <laughs> so so yeah. Why the hell are you here, teacher? Uh, I wanted to like it, but it's too much of a smut for me. Um, everything I've, about it is good except for the sheer amount of etchy. I ha- I one hundred percent agree with you. It would be better without it. Because once the like porn like the almost porn scenes stop like it's softcore it's not it's not actually porn it's totally softcore. Uh, once the softcore porn stops, there's character development between the two leads, but it's mostly just porn. And they're now going going forward are going to move on to the next character, and the next character is the short teacher who is going to be dating the really tall guy. And that just happens to be my aesthetic, so I'm not going to stop watching. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, my my issue just comes down to the fact that they did that. Like, the, I actually dropped it during the suppository scene. Like, I didn't even make it past the first episode. <laughs> but um, the suppository scene could have been done a whole lot better. The teacher could have been like angrily calling him a pussy and being like, "Just shove it in already, aren't you a real man?" It's the second no, suppository. Her personality, <laughs> We're her now personality learning what moth is into. One hundred and eighty degrees. Like, mm-hmm. it it, it, yeah. it became a personality that wasn't her. So I I, I, just... I think that, okay, that personality is her because she was, uh, you learn in, uh, I think it's one episode later, whenever, they knew each other whenever they were young, but they, they don't realize it yet. Uh, she used to be super meek and that she adopted that per- personality whenever uh, meeting him as a child, he helped her realize she wanted to be a teacher and uh, she then adopted a more... Uh, outgoing personality that then became this kind of rough teacher thing um so it's there you just and i'm not faulting you for not going further because fair that show is just porn <laughs> yep so uh one recommendation for somebody who likes uh mixing i'm not recommending it i'm not show. recommending it i just say <laughs> i haven't dropped it <laughs> Uh, Wise Man's Grandchild, it's just, it's such tread isekai territory at this point that I don't care. Oh, is that, I, is that, that yeah, one, I, uh, I think Gigak made a video recently, actually. I, I didn't, it's, it's just, 
it's so boring. It's such a generic isekai. It hurts. He said, he said like uh, he made a joke that like uh, it was the you know, most innovative isekai in ages because it was the first isekai to have no gimmick. It just kind of is an isekai. It, it's it's gimmick actually is that the main character super overpowered, but he has no common sense. What? It's really oh, dumb. it's Luffy. It's Goku. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Goku, but, but like no, Goku. actually what it is, it's that fucking uh, Toriyama manga about uh, the kid who dies, who's a, a Dragon Ball fan who dies and, and is reincarnated Yamcha? as Yamcha. That's what it is. Yeah. So, uh, trash. I dropped it after three episodes because I just couldn't handle and it. You have way too much patience. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Yatogami-chan is the last one on the list and I dropped it after two minutes. So I have no idea what the hell it's about. Uh, Yatogami-chan. What the hell is that? I don't know. It's Moe Girls and a Businessman, by the way. Oh, Yatogami-chan! Right. I just know it as the fucking uh, travel anime because it's uh, it's about Nagoya. And it's just a cute uh, girl that, uh, because of her uh, accent of where she's from, uh, she says Nya as part of like her actual dialect. And they decided, oh, that's cute. Let's make her a cat girl. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, it's all it is, though. Just don't watch it's that. It's cute. <laughs> I have two I want to talk about. One was mentioned. Um, that was the Helpful Fox Senko San. Um, oh right, that's happening. Yeah, I, uh, everyone will shut up. About all that of one. my, all of my. Uh, on, I'll say this because I, I dropped it after an episode, but uh, I knew I wasn't gonna like it when every single one of the guys that I have on my Facebook who spend way too much money on airsoft and <laughs> say things like Dave's Vault unironically uh, <laughs> love it. I knew I wasn't gonna like it. There's no meat. There's no content. It's just I'm watching a comfy anime, which can work, yeah. and that's fine. But I don't care. This is a whole that's new side totally, to moth. <laughs> that's actually it's totally not the, fine. Uh, um, the uh, race baiting asshole I've come to know, and it's very hard. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, this is a this is a podcast. It's the, like the first episode. And people are getting to know me, and I don't want like our audience thinking out, like something horrible about me that I'm like a clan man or something like. <laughs> Just because I live in Alaska and I've never seen a black man in my life doesn't mean that I'm some, like, horrible racist. <laughs> That's not what... The other show I want to talk about before we move on to uh, the subject that uh, Mothman would like to speak on is Nobunaga Teacher's Young Bride. Ooh, One this, this show! A... One sec, Nobunaga... Uh, I'll look it up, keep talking. This is the show you were thinking of. Because this this show is is airing the uncensored episodes before the censored ones. How's that it's, work? <laughs> it's so oh, it's like I, and you know what? I've only watched one uncensored episode, and it was the one that had the of age character in it. That should tell you all you need to know. Fuck this show! It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> and you know what? It's most of the time not even the guy's fault. Like it, it, it's about the uh, a descendant of Nobunaga. Uh, whose name is Oda Nobunaga, of course, and uh, he breaks a uh, sake cup in his storehouse, and that summons the te- like the the child bride of Nobunaga from way back in whenever the fuck Nobunaga was from. Because of course it does, and and she's immediately like, okay, takes off her clothes, let's make the baby Nobunaga-san, and it's like, ah, oh, no, I, need, I don't need Classic. to watch this. I need to, I need to move on. Luckily, ah, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm. I'm, I've dropped, I, I take back what I said, I have dropped this show, because the, I only kept watching because in the OP there's a character who's clearly of age and clearly well-developed, and I'm a man of taste. 
Well, uh, I'm going to completely disagree with everything you just said. Uh, and this is the part where he says, it looks amazing because <laughs> I just shit on the show. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, that's 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 the anime this season. Uh, next episode, we're going to have way less to talk about because we already know what we dropped this season. Um, I mean, at that point, we're yeah, going to have to like, so, start going, uh, are we going to go back or are we just going to talk about what we watched the week? Well, well yeah, yeah so next, we, ne- we know what we've dropped. We know what we're still watching. So from now on, we're just, we're going straight. Right. Yeah, next week, we'll just, uh, our, well, maybe not next week. Whenever we meet up to do it again, pro- may- probably next week, we'll just probably. talk about what we did in the past week. Yeah. You know, not so much, right. not so much the anime we watched, but our lives. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I, my job has too many NDAs for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've killed a man. <laughs> potentially i can tell so many stories about Um, chicken world dude well no i i'm not gonna get edgy but uh there are a lot of time constraints because i work with hospitals so uh if i don't move fast people can die so yeah i I don't (laughs) talk about my job a lot are you saying you gotta go fast uh we're not talking about that right now every other (laughs) podcast on the planet is talking about that right now yeah um no, uh, what I what I want to talk about the the meat and heart of it is, uh, and this is way too late, but we just I, I really need to talk about this uh, <laughs> game journalism. Oh yeah, you were saying yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, game journalism. Uh, everybody knows it's been a joke for at least a decade now. Uh, we That's haven't really generous. realized it until about five years ago, but it's it's a joke. And the reason is anybody can become a games journalist. In fact, a lot of people who are game journalists right now, in my opinion couldn't get a job doing what they wanted to do mm-hmm. so uh they did they might have wanted to be like a sportscaster or they might have wanted to be like a political journalist i feel a lot of them wanted to do like uh opinion pieces in world politics but were too proud to work for buzzfeed or something um a lot of them took game journalism in my opinion as a second option mm-hmm. and because of that we're running into a lot of things and getting into game journalism is so easy like to give you an idea, my best magazine that I was on averaged about 100,000 unique views a month. That was our number. That got us access to pretty much any video game we wanted. Like a lot of uh, a lot of developers, you go up to them and you go, hey, we're hitting 50,000 unique views a month. You can get any game you want out of their catalog. So it's, it's very easy to be a games journalist. It's very easy to get a hold of exclusive content. Um, it's very easy to watch what Suda51 is tweeting on Twitter. It's very easy to see what Hideo Kojima is doing between his, like, cocaine overdoses. Um, and it's, it's easy. You can write an entire 250 click, you know, word clickbait article off of whatever the hell Ed Boon ate for lunch. It's too easy now. So that's, that's, that's where I wanted to come in. Uh, I can tell you guys why game journalism is easy, why it's a joke. But the, the reason I bring this up is the Kotaku article about persona 5 mm. that happened last week delicious that that article was it's just so tasty it's so good <laughs> i love it it's just it's peak it's peak wanting to say something so you get clout and then just getting slapped back it's the best well it's it's I, I mean i don't know what the author was trying to accomplish that's that's what's blowing my mind is i want to say that they have a sense of social justice which i don't Mm -hmm. think has a huge place in video games or maybe it's gaining a place but it it's not as big of a picture as people want to give it i don't know if they were just trying to be socially aware and wanted to be the grain break ground breaking person that was like hey this is being ableist or whatever Mm -hmm. or i don't know if they just needed to release a clickbait article and i I genuinely feel like it's the second option i don't know i mean i feel like it because like who in the right mind would think that's what the song says i i actually 
this is this particular thing i know almost everything about so the off the, the author of the article article her name is laura kate dale uh, and she has a history of writing these just garbage articles for mostly kotaku this th- this one is only i would say 70 i would say 50 percent her fault uh and it's because of and, and then this is was admitted by kotaku themselves she wrote she she basically what happened is that laura kate was uh putting her feelers out for an article and someone came to her and said hey in this uh version of this song from persona 5 that they put in the smash brothers kind of sounds like they say retarded <laughs> And, <laughs> at which point anyone like, should have gone that's stupid <laughs> they, they should have said that's retarded exactly <laughs> but uh she, she heard it and and she was like yeah and if you listen to it it's it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what they said well yeah that's uh, i mean when i was a kid that's what like, english is yeah let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt for a second and and let's scale back here i'll let you keep explaining but like when i was a kid and I listened to Samurai Jack's theme song. I always heard it as back from the past, back to the past, going home run Jack. <laughs> and apparently they don't say that. And on top of that, like, as you listen to songs, especially with us, like, you know, uh, you start to make up your own lyrics. Like mm-hmm. uh, with Persona 5, Step Up to the Plate, or Persona 4, uh, I always like start singing when I'm singing in the car. I go, step up to the plate slap your ass cheeks now <laughs> it's time to make croissants today <laughs> like so i i get misunderstanding lyrics i absolutely guess yeah but you don't lyrics. ever take it seriously because it's just like a shitty interpretation you make out of, on the fly it's like that's so this is where the the article like the the history of what happened gets even worse so Ugh. this person went to her and said it sounds like that's what's saying and immediately confirmation bias begins Uh, She listens to it and says, yes, this does sound like that. And then she goes to other people and says, hey, doesn't this sound like it's saying retarded? And because she put that in their brains, they went, yeah, that does sound like it's saying retarded. (laughs) Meanwhile, I mean, this happens, though. I mean, look at the Mob Psycho OP. Like, everybody. Yeah, masturbation. Yeah. Like. Stand up to your but no masturbation. One, no one thought it actually said masturbation, though. <laughs> yes, they did. I mean, the, yes, they did. did. I, the, We're going to get you off. Like, get ready. We're going to get you like off, like it. Mob. It doesn't say it. Uh, is that what? Get ready. We will get you off, Mob. Get ready. We going to suck you off, Mob. Like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> but no one thought that was I, actually what happened. They all, they all like they heard, heard it and they joked about it, but no one thought that, that was legitimately the lyrics. People. Well, it's like Dragon Ball Z where they yell sparkling at the end. Sparkling. Like, yeah. until sparkling. somebody tells you it's sparkling, it's, it's fucking. Like, it's, 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 it's an F-bomb. It's a big ol' F-bomb. Yeah, those, those, those dirty, those dirty people who don't know how to speak English, they just wanted to throw in those F-bombs into anything they can because they know. They know it'll get us. Fair enough, but uh, sorry. Continue. I keep interrupting you, man. Go. Keep no, going. You, you're fine. Uh, the the so she writes the 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 article, which is mostly what you see there, and <laughs> you'll in the article it even says uh, that they reached out to Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo for a comment on it. We'll update the article when we hear back. <laughs> and they did. That was like they? that was draft two of like the art of the the article that was written. And her editor was like, you know, yeah, putting it up. <laughs> Laura Kate didn't even know that, that, that he was putting it up. And granted, Laura Kate shouldn't have wrote that article. Like, that article is garbage, sir. Not only that, 
but uh, the the Nintendo reached out to them with a comment, like, I think an hour after, like, not an hour, but, like, very soon after that the article went live, and Kotaku has this, uh, bull- and I know why they have it, obviously. They have this bullshit of we don't take down articles policy, and they have that because they create clickbait articles, and if they take down one that's super successful that people want them to take down, well, hey, they're not making money, are they? Like, Kotaku's such bullshit. I fucking hate them. Well, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, so so that's that's what happened with that article. And it's, it's I don't think that article is a, uh, I think it's a symptom of a bigger problem, actually. I don't think it's the bigger problem. I think it's the symptom. And... The fact is that the the swimming pool is too small for how many people with floaties are sitting in the swimming pool, mm-hmm. and it's uh and it, it's something actually with journalism right now. Like we see it with Vice, which I liked Vice a lot growing up. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was like eighteen, nineteen, Vice was peak. Uh, but now Vi- Vice is just clickbait articles, and the reason they did that is because Facebook and YouTube have eaten up all the AdSense on mm-hmm. like they have eaten up. 80 maybe 90 percent of ad revenue is consumed by facebook and youtube and google uh so now that you know these journalists like you have to get clickbait articles whereas back in the day my editor told me for like every 10 clicks on one of our web pages we got he made a penny so it was like 10 cents for every 100 page views which you know at a at hundred thousand page views you know we're making a thousand bucks uh that's not bad on top of that like you know those 100,000 people are going to other articles that's not bad if that was how it was five years ago when I was still doing game journalism, I can only imagine how small it is now. Like if we were making 10 cents for every hundred clicks, I, I can imagine these guys, these big name articles, these companies, if they're not partnering with like uh, video game developers for ad space on their website, I, I'm guessing like four cents for every 10 clicks or for every hundred clicks instead of 10 cents. I, I would actually, uh, I would go even farther than saying just that. What you're you're, you're saying, 100% agree, everything you're saying on that front. But there's another side to it, and this is something that's been happening since easily the early 2000s. And it's these game sites and these game magazines, they'll be paid to do previews of games and talk about them relatively uh, highly, and then the game comes out and it's fucking shit, and suddenly they have egg on their faces because they they did this paid preview but they didn't disclose to anybody. And this has been happening since old... I used to read the shit out of game magazines. And I it was before I, it clicked in my head that these were biased fucks. Like, I would, I would read PSN Magazine and Xbox right. One Magazine and be like, huh, I wonder why FF's, like Final Fantasy whatever the fuck got a high rating PSN. Like, that's, that's oh, crazy. Man. Tomb Raider then, Angel <laughs> of Darkness has a 9 out of 10. Yeah, like it's it's so like hundred percent bullshit. These they're they're literally they've turned journalism because let's be honest, games media isn't journalism. Um, with the exception, like there are exceptions. Jason Schreier, uh, I think he's an obnoxious person, but he makes some of the absolute best investigative journalism pieces I've ever read, including like. Uh, other sources because i i read a lot and his articles are in depth and they're highly detailed and i think he's annoying but the stuff he writes is is so valuable and it goes on places like kotaku where you turn around and the 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 laura kate dale articles go and for every jason schreier uh, uh article of that caliber there are 50 clickbait bullshit 
And it wasn't always like that, especially in Kotaku. I, I was a huge fan of Kotaku in 2012 to 2014. It was right, at, right after I got out of high school. And I would just read their articles. And then one day I noticed they did a sports uh, post. And I was like, huh, why are they referencing nothing that has to do with sports? And I'm not, I won't even go into like what they're talking about. It, it was just, it was weird. And, and I was like, what, what is this? And then I started to notice half of their articles are just links to YouTube videos. And it's what's going on here. This isn't, it's not why I'm reading this, this website. And that's when I stopped because it stopped being, I stopped learning things. I stopped getting news. Like that's why I love YouTube so much because that's where I get everything now. Because people have to, there's so much YouTube out there, people have to put in effort, otherwise they aren't going to make it. Meanwhile, anybody who has uh, Google Docs on their computer could write up a document about how The Witcher 3 is racist and they can get a whole bunch of fun bucks for, on the internet because that's all it's become. It's become this hive mind of people oh, just building each other up and no one cares and they're, one, they're shouting at you for not caring. It's so... Like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, you, you want to talk about the hive mind. Uh, so here's a quick look of game journalism circa three years ago, and I find it highly unlikely this has changed. But basically, if you go and you type in anything into Google right now, like uh, type in the release date of a game or the news of a game and sort it by new, just do that. Just like anything, like game release date, uh, information, uh, type in Mortal Kombat in news, and you will get uh, a dozen articles that all have a very similar sounding title. And they have very similar sounding facts in it. And the reason for that, and this is, I hated this. Basically, what you do if you're a games journalist and you do it full time. uh, And your editor is, you know, and you're not the investigative type who goes out and makes contact. And like gets hold of people like Edmund McMillan or Suda51 to interview them. You wait around on a website for news to break. And this website is a repository that everybody dumps their stuff onto. And you dump you you post your article like let's say you work for a small game magazine, you dump your game article and then you immediately post it to that website to get uh, signal boosted, and everybody else uh, will have to reference you in their articles and stuff like that if you get signal boosted. Mm-hmm. But that website is such a shitty little hive mind. Like if you think Reddit mods are bad, this website is even worse. If you're on their hit list of like, hey, we don't like you. Uh, if you post an article and leave it to get signal boosted, cause I think you need mod approval before it can get posted. Uh, and, and I, my knowledge on this part's a little bit flaky because my editor did most of this posting because he was the only one who wasn't on the shit list. You, uh, if you're not liked, they will let your article rot. And then somebody else who's in the click will write that article and they'll get signal boosted and treated like the original author. So what the hive mind is very much just a bunch of, yeah, it's a bunch of people trolling around. And I don't mean that in the, you know, posting stupid memes that way. I just mean they're sitting there trolling around, waiting for an article to hit, and then they jump on it as fast as they can. That hive mind is so bad that when you write game reviews, like uh, if you're doing a game review on anything, two points in either direction. If a game is Metacriticing a seven, you can give it a nine, or you can give it a five, or any number in between. Do not break that number. And the reason for that is because uh, if somebody doesn't like you, especially a developer, they can sick everybody else on the planet on you. We had that happen when I did the Oddworld Stranger's Wrath review way back in the day on the PS Vita. They released a version and I gave it a 5 out of 10 because the touchscreen controls were killing me. I could not play that game. The touchscreen controls were awful. And so we took it and we sent it to the, uh, we posted the review 
and the developer team who ported the game from the uh, from the Xbox version to the PS Vita sent a ton of game journalists at us. Like, we got articles taken down. We uh, They reached out to other contacts in the game industry, and they were basically like, yeah, this website's a joke. Don't trust them. And it actually hurt our reputation for like a month afterwards. Jesus Christ. Uh, we were seen as an unrefutable source because it was getting an 8 out of 10 across the board, and I gave it a 5 out of 10. Uh, we were actually seen as an unreputable uh, source because I didn't give a game the Metacritic score. Yeah, that reminds me of that situation at IGN where uh, it was the guy who went off and started Giant Bomb because he did it right afterwards. He gave Kanan Lynch like a 6, and yeah. Kanan Lynch was like, uh, Kanan Lynch 2, it was currently buying giant ad space on the IGN's website. So right next to this review that was shitting on this ter- like really bad game, uh, was this ad for Kanan Lynch for you to buy it? And they said, oh, well, we're just going to fire you for that. And oh, right. it was the biggest, like, shit show, like, uh, that IGN's ever been through. Because since then, IGN's just like, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to, we're just going to hold on to the steering wheel here and just fly straight from now on. Uh, I, I think what IGN does, actually, I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit off on that one. IGN does not post day one reviews anymore because mm-hmm. of their AAA ad space. Uh, I actually think that IGN, if a game is being advertised, I think they actually did this with Mass Effect Andromeda, where Bioware bought up a ton of ad space on their site, and they waited until it got review bombed by everybody else to drop their review. That's and, uh, that's I mean that's that's snake like, but fair. Uh, yeah, it's because developers are so they're so flaky that they'll yeah. drop you in a heartbeat. Like you can be best friends with a with a company forever. The moment you drop a single piece that connotates them as negative, you're on the blacklist. Like, absolutely oh, yeah. it, on the blacklist. Like, uh, who, oh, um, who is it? Oh, uh, Kotaku, for example, is on, like, it, it's one of the, I will shit on Kotaku to the day I die, but Kotaku isn't afraid to go there, and a lot of, like, Bethesda, for example, totally blacklisted them because they leaked some information about, I think it was... I think it was Skyrim to go way back. I think they leaked information about Skyrim way before it came out, like a few months. And since then, they've been blacklisted by Bethesda, and Bethesda won't send them review copies. And they said, fuck you, we'll just buy your games and review their fucking shitty bugs. Say Defending Kotaku and saying, yeah, we like them because they'll go somewhere is dumb because Kotaku will go in every direction. Yeah, like, that's 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 the thing. I, I'm not saying I like Kotaku because they'll go there. I'm saying they will go there, and sometimes that leads to uh, good things. Just most of the time, where they're going is this giant pile of shit. Yeah, it's it's Kotaku's not afraid to go there. But what's what's there? What what? Where are we when they go there? Are we at this amazing, you know, mind-boggling opinion on how Catherine is a great example of like incel logic, or is it just this? <laughs> You know, are we off into another quarter where it's talking about, like, how there's not enough scatol- like scatophile in our media? Like, Kotaku is, Kotaku is Russian roulette with a 410 shotgun where each, re- like, there's not, not a round in the chamber. Every chamber has a round. It's just, are you going to blow your brains out with birdshot or with dragon's breath? I, I think the reason why I'm less, and I am critical of Kotaku, because, like I said... For every Jason Schreier article that's really good, there's 50 articles that are just fucking writing on the wall with their own feces. Uh, I I give them more leniency because I have been inside of the actual den of just the worst 
uh, takes everything, and and it's a little it's a little website, little two websites technically, although one died, uh, and that's NeoGaf and Reset Error, and I've Ooh. been inside the hive of villainy that is both of them. So oh, I've that like to, to to I don't know. Are you familiar with it with them, Frog? Uh, I think I've heard of Reset Error before. NeoGaf, I've also like I've, <laughs> NeoGaf, I've heard of before, but only in like only by name. I have no idea what they are. I guess they're a game journalism site. Well, actually, there were just a video game forum website. Both of them are. However, uh, it's also uh, a site's. Well, not so much NeoGaf. NeoGaf is it still exists, but it's dead. We won't go into that. Um, <laughs> it's such a fucking shit show, though. Um, they are frequented by game developers, uh, game journalists, uh, indie devs, AAA devs, people who are in the industry. You can go to NeoGAF and find actual hitting, like, this is totally happening, here's my sources. You can go to NeoGAF and see, like, people posting uh, uh, leaked gameplay footage of video games that, that, like, that, I believe NeoGAF is, oh, not NeoGAF, sorry, Reset Era is where we got that footage of that, uh, Harry Potter game that's totally coming out, uh, mm. like, uh, next year that looks, like, probably, it's probably gonna be uh, boring and obnoxious because it's Harry Potter, uh, hot take. Um, but it's, it, it's existing, and the reason we know of it is because of Reset Era, but at the same time, for everything like that, like, like, it's magnitudes worse than uh kotaku because kotaku it's 50 to 1 reset era it's 1 to 1 and they're just complete opposites of the spectrum because you can also go to reset era and see an article about how catherine is transphobic because i read japanese and i played through the new catherine re-release and i'm telling you that it's transphobic Let's uh, harass the developers on Twitter. Let's mm-hmm. harass the voice actor, the English voice actors, so that they won't do the English voice acting, which they did. And like two of the English voice actors bowed out, which is like the worst because the English voice acting in that game is phenomenal. And now it's going to be like two actors short of like this great voice cast. And it's it, like the, the the articles that get written on game journalist websites. It's oh, this is dumb. Next. But this this reset era and NeoGAF is where people coordinate strikes. It's the most toxic place, and I've been on 4chan. It's the most toxic toxic place I've ever I've ever been anywhere near. It's the worst. Wild, wild. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no, no. It's uh, trust me, as as somebody who had to compete with these sites for attention. Yeah, no, it's a nightmare. It, just, yeah yeah no uh game journalism is dead uh oddly enough i i hate to say it i trust ign a lot now um yeah isn't that weird it's it's weird because ign like when i was growing up and while i was developing in the game industry as a journalist you know i dropped out of that like ign was trash but now it's like holy crap ign please save me daddy We can uh, we can trust the, they're the McDonald's of journalism, and yeah. you, <laughs> used to be you don't go to McDonald's because it's not healthy. Now you go to McDonald's because everything else is worse. <laughs> we got we got some good stuff. It it kills. Oh yeah yeah. It's just, I, I got to go to Portland to get Jack in the Box. So yeah. I mean, it's like we've evolved to a place where we don't need game journalism at all. Right? I mean, it, people. I mean, stuff like YouTube. Well, just yeah, kind of open the door for honestly, people to just make independent stuff that's way more personalized and truthful and, mm-hmm. and just. Doesn't feel Honestly, like an entity. 
I mean, really, like, let's say you like strategy games, so you like Paradox Interactive. Yeah. Go to their website on, like, the Contact Us form. I don't even think you have to go there. You can literally, at the bottom of every page, is subscribe for our newsletter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And every couple of days, they will drop you a newsletter that games journalists are going to use to make an article out of that literally says, this is what's coming out, this is what we're doing, here is where we are. And they will drop you that every week, and you will never have to go to another games journalist website. I don't think I would even go even further than that. Uh, I have not uh, looked at a news website for video games in four years, um, and I've not missed anything. And the reason being is because I've started talking to people about video games, having them recommend. Like, there's so many video games I've found because either I've talked to people or because I found really good YouTubers that are recommend me these out of the 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 wall shit that I would never even heard of. Like, uh, there's this guy called Nitro Rad, and he's fantastic. Oh, yeah, I like Nitro Rad. He actually lives, like, really close to where I am. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's a Nova Scotian. Um, fuck, I'm... fuck yeah. You should, like, go and be, like, on his next... And, uh, he did a, a Eric Andre uh, skit need... for... He did his well, own episode of Eric Andre for April Fool's yeah, Day, it was and good. it was 22 minutes long, and it was amazing. Yeah. What we're, what we're saying, Frog, is we want you to go and, by proxy, give him a blowjob from Hater. Got it. Yes. Just, please. I just hate, hate blowjob, if you will. Yeah. But I like him. <laughs> I hate that I love you so much, but I'm not gay. No homo. <laughs> but I am gay. Yes, homo. But, but I'm but not so like, gay, I... but it's like a transferred gay. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah. You I am doing gay. this by proxy. I'm gay, and you're doing it for me. Yes. Okay. No homo. But like I but going back, like I get so much of my stuff from people who don't get paid to say uh good things. And and those people that do, like uh like the completionist for example, if he received a game for free, he's gonna tell you. And then I'm not gonna watch that video because he got that game for free, so I don't trust him. <laughs> well, Even... I got I got plenty of games for free and my review bombs were great. I I mean it's uh, it, 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 that's that's the price you have to pay. A lot of developers, mm-hmm. they actually know out of the development cycle, uh, and I think the one that did this was The Force Unleashed was the big example of this. <laughs> uh, the Force Unleashed 2, the developers went to EA, uh, I think it was EA, whoever was in charge of it that back then, they said, hey, we need, I think it was like 18 months to make a good game. And they said, you have 9, we want it to be out next year. And they said, hey, with 18 months, we can get a 9 out of 10 on the Force Unleashed 2. We can get an 85 Metacritic average. Uh, if you give us 9 months, we can't guarantee you above a 65. And the de- like the, the, the executives actually came out and said, they were like, yeah, do it. Do it. You got 9 months, do it. Because everyone's going to buy it because the sequel to the Force Unleashed 1. And, I, I mean, it's, uh, it's, yeah. So they know. They know their game's going to be trash coming out. Like, don't don't pretend for a second they don't know it's not hot garbage. Oh, yeah. But. That actually reminds me of uh, uh, Days Gone that just came out. And uh, <laughs> that, that release is hilarious because reviewers got... Uh, they released that game early so that they had uh, something on the books for the, the end of the f- uh, fiscal quarter, I think it was. No, the fiscal quarter ended, I believe. Anyway, uh, they released it way early than they meant to. And reviewers got different builds depending on uh when they requested their review copies and yeah so people uh people there are people that got the game two weeks before launch and it still had like four more patches to go before it was playable and their reviews reflected that 
yeah, uh, I don't know what they're talking about, the open biking scenes, because uh, I haven't had a motorcycle the whole time I've played the game. <laughs> my guy's just been miming driving a motorcycle. There's no texture. There's no model under my guy. He's just floating. Like, I thought I was in the invisible jet. This review is an open access. <laughs> but uh, the, the last thing I really want to touch on, because I, I will bury games journalists alive, because they have destroyed an industry that I genuinely loved. Um there's this weird mindset I'm getting, and I'm not getting it from gamers. I'm getting it from everybody else. Uh, that game journalists don't have to be good at games to review it. Mm-hmm. The telltale. And, and let, me, let me know if you've heard this argument. This is the argument I get. When I watch a gun review, or if I watch a car review or something. like uh, I'm going to say gun review, because this, this is the best example. Because guns can kill you. Fun fact, kids. Guns can kill you. It's false. Um... When you're one, no, I'm sorry. The bullets what? will kill you. No. <laughs> uh, but if I'm watching a gun review and someone's describing the gun, like you have to know what you're doing. You have to know the assembly of the gun. You have to understand how the firing mechanism works. You have to know what kind of rounds you're feeding it. You have to be capable of hitting a target. You have to understand, like you know, the thread of the barrel. You have to know the ballistics of the ammunition. You have to know what you're doing with the gun so you can compare the specs and be like, oh, I you were a well, this 5.56... Five, five, well, but still, like, <laughs> regardless, the guy who know, who's you know reviewing the gun has to know what he's reviewing. He has to understand terminology. You know, he, he has to understand the way the bullet's going to feel, the way the gun is going to shoot, what the gun is trying to accomplish. Meanwhile, you got games journalists who can't beat the first level of Doom and we're expected to respect their review. We're expected to trust them with $60 of our money. Like, that's that's garbage. Could you imagine if we took a games journalist and gave him a Glock 19 Gen 4 and like, okay, review this. We'd come back five minutes later and he would be dead and the camera had never been turned on. <laughs> yeah, then the review would come out and be like, it works. <laughs> the, the gun doesn't work because we weren't able to get a hold of the journalist to ask how it worked. <laughs> I agree and disagree with your with what you're saying. Well, um, that's okay, because you're wrong. Yeah, I know. I'm very often <laughs> wrong. And the reason why is because I think that it, there is valuable perspective to be had in someone saying, I don't play I don't play this style of game. These, This is what isn't appealing to me when I'm trying to play this game. Now, granted, I don't think that should be the review. That's why, like, going way back, uh, my favorite way to review things is to have the triple reviewer have the primary reviewer who uh, maybe it's their specialty genre and then have two other reviewers who just go in and say, well, this is something that I did or didn't like that might be different. I so you're love talking like that style of review. the way I think it was a uh, Nintendo power used to do it. Yeah. Or it, it, was, it, it. was it Nintendo power? Or was it EGM who does that? I think they both multiple did. People? It was definitely Nintendo power. Uh, Cause I remember their old reviews. It would have three little uh, columns and it would be just words, and in the background of the words would be their number, and it was like kind of aesthetic. I really liked the way it looked, and I think EGM used to do that too. And I'm trying to think of what the other magazine I read that did that. Uh, actually, uh, funny enough, I believe it was uh, Xbox Magazine did that too. And you would get like really. Did anybody very... read Xbox Magazine? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I, I mean, like sure when the Xbox 360 was out, but at that point, like the like printed media is dying by then like it was I need, dead. okay moth i need you i really need you to understand something and maybe maybe you relate to this being an alaska boy i i did not have the internet until 2014 yeah okay you're dumb 
1999, I had like a T1 equivalent line using satellite internet. I don't want to hear this. Like, I live, I live, I not only do I live in the American South, I'm from a city with a population when I was young of 47. It is now 68. And guess what? Everyone's related to each other. I don't know how the population grew. It's not kosher. So it's it's a Lovecraftian city, basically. It's like a little Lovecraftian town where, like, you got fishmen inbreeding in the corner and, like, your your neighbor next door is, like, half octopus. Okay, okay, check yourself. It's not, it's not corn. We, we, I'm in Arkansas. It's rice. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not Eldritchian. It's it's not Lovecraftian. It's you guys, like, to get a new member in the town, you have to, like, open up an abandoned mine shaft and, like, feed the golem creature fish and chicken. Like, just to get into the <laughs> bar and be like... Gonna breed with you, boy. You you were right as soon as you said gonna breed with you, boy. Everything <laughs> everything before that was like fish and chicken. Like I just told you it was a it was it was on a rice farm, dog. Like oh, so you're just we didn't have rice patties at this golem ass looking creature from the descent. Like come on, come on, yeah. come on. Out of, out of the rice patty raises the rice god. Of course, how else how else does Arkansas have the best rice in the world? Japanese people eat our rice. Hello. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Back to games journalism here before I accidentally, like, say something that'll get us blacklisted in the first episode. Um, I get what you're saying. Now, IGN, not to, you know, not to praise IGN again, because God forbid somebody shouldn't praise IGN twice in a single episode. Um, they did a review for a, it was a racing game, and it was, uh, it, it was, gosh dang it, I want to say it's the Xbox exclusive racing game. It's not Forza, is it? Uh, yeah, so, because uh, I think there was a version of Forza that came out on PC. Um, but yeah, it was Forza. They did a review of Forza, and the guy who reviewed it was the target audience. And I really like that, because he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, so I have this traditional steering wheel, and I have this traditional uh, gas pedal. And he actually, like, had a kit kitted out to do racing mm-hmm. games. Like, he showed that he had the, the cradle to sit in, he had the steering wheel, and he had the full kit to play racing games. He was a racing game person. And in the review, he sat down and talked about it. He was like, yeah, so this version of the steering wheel isn't supported, so I had to use a generic setup. Eventually, they're going to change that. Um, So, like, they actually sat down and talked about it, and it was really, really, really good. Now, I get what you're saying. In the first paragraph of every review, this is how I would do it, is I would say, this is a game that targets this demographic, and we think it does that well. Because you would never recommend Crusader Kings to, like, your aunt. You'd never be like... (laughs) Hey, Auntie, let's play Incest Genocide Simulator. Like, you would never do that. I don't know. I'd recommend my aunt Game of Thrones. Yeah, you'd recommend her Game of Thrones, but then you wouldn't tell her to, hey, here's a game where you can lose while playing the tutorial. Like, you would never do that. So <laughs> uh, it's... it's. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand. Um, yeah. I, I think putting in, like, what demographic this is for is perfect uh, and, and how well they do it. In fact, I think... I actually think... Uh, going over the technical aspects of the game is something that is very much missing in games uh, games reviews, and that's something that they re- we really need more of. Go over the technicals, like how well does it run, all this and that. Like, like I didn't know PS4, uh, I didn't know Spider Man on PS4 ran like ass on my my tr- like old P- first generation PS4 because it, it no one was talking about that. Like even yeah, even because... games like that, like. Because if I your think... old-ass PS4 survived long enough to play the new, like, Spider-Man, you're the only PS4 who lived long enough to play the new Spider-Man. She's a very good girl. My, 
my PS4, I have to get a Pro because a year and a half into my original PS4, it died. I would not have bought a PS4 Pro if Persona 5 had ever come out on the Switch. It's coming to the Switch. No, Persona mm. 5S is coming to the Switch. Yeah, yeah, we it's are getting to the Switch. A it's Persona 5 game. on the Switch. It's Persona 5 on the Switch. That's a Musou game on the Switch. You might as yeah, well just be like... Yeah, but it's, it's called Persona 5. I don't know. Uh, what's the problem? Persona 5S, you monster. <laughs> Same thing. No, that's... That's, that's that's literally like, oh yeah, guys, Halo's coming to the PS4, and it's just like a freaking, you know, Madden game where the Master Chief is on the PS4 version for some reason. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's Halo Chief. He's, Halo Chief, he's on the PS4. It's Master Sergeant Chief Major. Yeah, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh... It's yeah, Halo it, from the, the Metroid Prime series. Gosh dang it, I used to love those jokes, but they're so lowball now. Actually, uh, if, if you guys ever meet an animator, and Hello. you get into a real conversation, if you get into a real conversation with them, uh, start talking to them, and then they're like, you're talking about your favorite movies, uh, drop an, a, a, a difficult one, like drop the Rodel Dorado, be like, oh man, Rodel Dorado is just my favorite Disney movie. You, you can't say Shrek. You can't say Shrek is your favorite Disney movie. You have to do one. That a, that, like, it's not a Disney on, movie. Yeah, no, it's not. Road Del Dorado was DreamWorks. <laughs> oh, okay. But you drop it like that. You're like, oh, man, Road Del Dorado is my favorite Disney movie. And just watch them have an aneurysm. <laughs> because, like, if you say if you say something that's not obvious, they don't know if you're kidding or not. And they, they're like, is this guy dumb? And But they know. They know. They know everything. You tell them, like, Atlantis <laughs> is your favorite, like, Pixar movie or something. They'll have a freaking aneurysm on the spot. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know, honestly. I just... <laughs> And this is the part of the podcast where Moff learns that Frog did the stick animations. Yeah, I just, just like, I just like stick figures. I don't know oh, jack shit so, about real animation. Who do you think I am? So Culture. Frog, Frog was the man behind StickDeath.com. No, no, so he Frog. was on Stick Page. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dude, uh, you talk about like uh, the the Stick Page animators, but like one of those guys recently like uploaded like. A rough sketch of an animation he was doing of this uh, fucking yeah resh yeah anime. He, that was uh, everyone's blown up about that yeah so some 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 people in the community got really popular uh, a lot well, on the line and it's kind of if cool you to haven't see seen up. it moth it's it's this rough sketch of his animation of this anime girl with a sniper rifle going down this uh, snow mountain and just pa- popping people and it's it's fucking Kino like it's just ah it's the best. I hate that he used the phrase Kino. Uh, no, I, I have I have respect because like uh, Tyson Hess, he did boxer hockey, and he was then the key animator for the uh, Sonic throwback that they did. The Sonic Mania. The yeah, Sonic Mania. They he was the key animator for that those cartoons that they did, and that's the best Sonic stuff that's come out in years. He got his start just doing boxer hockey as a joke. Yeah, like, gotta go you fast. get some great stuff. <laughs> gotta go fast hate you but uh no like i i will never uh malign somebody who is passionate about something and they start out if you're a stick frame autom- animator great it teaches you pacing it teaches you like anatomical limits like so, do it mm-hmm. learn how to animate i just kind of like making people fight to be honest <laughs> i like watching the fights and i like to make it look smooth well like uh the one oh that God, i really I'm like the, uh, i'm doing a podcast with two simple men <laughs> well like sexual lobster uh he is probably uh, one of yeah. my favorite animators you mean yeah, greasy tails excuse me greasy <laughs> tails sir. Greasy oh yeah tails. yeah ever since ever since youtube refused <laughs> to let him change his name back uh if you go and look at his like 2003 2004 newgrounds profile where the original fernando and like hernando cartoons are hosted they're ass and you like 
it, it's their ass. They are a bag of ass. Yeah. They are still character models that he just bounces on the page. Like everything's ball jointed because it's old Flash, but like he was one of the key animators to an Australian's children's show recently. Like, wow, do it, yeah. Like, and on top of that, you look at his current stuff. His current stuff is beautiful. Like on the channel he's on, I think it's like Squid Pie right now. He's the only reason to watch that channel. Like, and he seriously started on Newgrounds making terrible little things. Yeah, you know that's what how that it goes. means, Frog. It's like you the... have to teach me how to be a program. I mean, no, first of all, but. <laughs> I also want to. Oh, I, w- I just want to talk about like the I whole, want like, to be C plus <laughs> plus. C plus plus is actually not that bad. Uh, uh, no, C plus plus is garbage. You want to know what you should program with? Dark basic. Oh god. Dark basic. Uh, what was the other one? Mindfuck. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Learn how to program in Dark basic. You know the Quake ran off of Dark basic, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know from 1997. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. The, these these things you're talking about sound vaguely like porn, and I'm into it. Quake? Have you no, seen no, dark Quake basic, before? Yeah, oh, I, dark I'm, no, not Quake. I'm talking about the <laughs> dark basic. Yeah, man, no. Quake sounds oddly like porn. Like, don't tell hate about, uh, don't tell him about Dune, man. He'll lose his stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm all so, about that ass, Quake. So get this, man. There's there's a book series called Dune, mm. and uh, there's a lot of vore in it. There's also a lot of sand. And, uh, oh, a lot for of a second there, for a second there, I thought you said dude, and I was like... Okay, I yeah, oh, he said dune, vorn, sand. It's rough course, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> well, not if you're wearing a still suit, it doesn't. <laughs> no, uh, the reason I bring up Dark Basic is I've tried so many times in my life to learn a programming language, and I've just, I failed every time. I can't do Python. I was okay at HTML, but anybody will tell you HTML is a organization Don't do it. Language. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it's garbage. Like, it's, it's so... Whenever someone's like talking about, they're like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm working on Cryo Freeze or whatever this stupid ass COBOL or something is." I'm like, "Got him." I uh, I, I use Dark Basic because that's the only programming language I've ever successfully made a game on. What did you make? I, I oh, I basically swapped um, Quake assets with Space Invaders assets, and so it was actually just a worse version of Quake, and it actually <laughs> ran worse, even though the graphics were much simpler. And uh, the character models, I, I didn't program the character models and they were flat. So if you weren't looking right at the aliens, they would disappear and just <laughs> molest you from invisible walls. <laughs> it's just the worst. I'm trying to make a text adventure game for fun. It's kind of... A choose your own adventure game? Yeah, just in C++, like, that runs in command prompt of all things. <laughs> hey. Oh, so hey. You're, you're basically doing a mud. You're, yeah. You're, you're doing yeah, a mud. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to be a, a programmer on uh, Trials and Tainted Space. That's what he's doing. Or maybe he's going classic and going Corruption of Champions. Oh, dude, classic. Thank you. They're making a sequel. Oh, gosh. Round of applause. Yeah, That's yeah, great. yeah. The sequel has images in it now. Well, like, they, had, they had images earlier. They're just shitty pixel ones. You couldn't <laughs> tell what was going on. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to pretend that I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We've brought that up oh, in, what, in, what? in the server you don't a couple like times. A, <laughs> you don't like a little uh, uh, Corruption of Champions? You don't like a little cock? <laughs> Come on, man. You, know, you, got a little, you got a little cock in you. No, I'm a, I'm a pure innocent guy. I would just go to the desert and uh, I would I would beat the ant champions, and then uh, that was it for me. That's all I needed to do was beat the ants. Uh, the ants were annoying. I didn't like them. See, I really liked mind Blake breaking the like uh, goddess. This, and, like, this yeah, conversation's that, that... over. Let's end the podcast, please. <laughs> please, let's like we've ran out of stuff to talk about. If corruptions of champions is the current topic, I was gonna, I was like, gonna I was gonna roll back to uh, the whole animator topic about like. Webgen animators and how they're actually people who started off like as hobbyists kind of made into a full-time job but i think we're i think we're a little past that at this point 
Yeah, I, I think we're a little bit past it. I was going to bring about uh, like Bahi, the... uh, Baji. Wait, fuck, I can't remember his name. Bahi JD, that's it. And like, uh, he's what? Bahi JD. He's like an animator. Uh, I think he's. I want to say. Could you, I want to say you, Irish. Could you enunciate that name it's, for me, please? It's two words. It's Bahi B A H I, and then JD the letters. What? It's a nickname, I think. <laughs> What is that? I couldn't even spell this name. Like, type it in the chat for me. B-A-H-I. Okay. J-D. Bahi. No, you were sitting here spelling. It's B-A-H-I-H-I-H-I. It's like... That, that and, then, and then you add another H-A-H-I-J-D. And that's it. He that's said it was Bahi and then J-D. And you're like, no. what is he saying? No, you were saying, like, Bahi-Ahi. Like, <laughs> you were adding syllables no, that didn't exist. He said, it's Bahi, JD, Bahi, JD. He just repeated himself to help you understand. And you're like, what's is this, going on? Is this the on? clap thing again? Is this the clap thing? Did he clap? <laughs> so we clap it twice? Is he saying Bahi twice? So it's Bahi, Bahi, JD? Everyone say Bahi, JD right now. Bahi, JD. Let's do it. My point is, Bahi, JD. is that he's a webgen animator who just started making fun stuff. I think he's Scottish, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember exactly. Uh, maybe he's Irish. I know he's not. He's Western though. He's not. He's not Japanese, but he's made big strides in the uh, anime animators kind of community, and he's made a lot of things you probably know, but just don't recognize his work from because you don't know his name until now. But uh, he did work for um, a lot of Austrian. Uh, Austrian is he did Austrian? He... he is Austrian. That is odd. Okay, What's... well, I thought he was. I, I don't know why I thought he was Scottish. Um, what? How the? F- <laughs> I never heard his voice. How do you get Scottish out of an Austrian I've man? Like, I would have understood just, if you'd I've, said, like, I've only seen his work. I've only seen his work, and it's amazing. It, but <laughs> literally, all he knows about the man is that he's not—he's uh, very foreign. That's all he knows. <laughs> Listen, I just know it's—he's he's not Japanese at all, and that's really you know interesting because a lot of Japanese animators are well for, for anime. Did I you work say. on ping pong? Uh, he may have. I think he actually. Yeah, he did work on ping pong. Yeah, yes. But most recently, he just worked for Gridman and. Uh, uh, Space Dandy. That's it. He did a lot of work on Space Dandy. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I know this name from somewhere. I was thinking that he might have been one of the people that worked on uh, Concrete Revolution. Uh, uh, he may have been. Maybe, probably not. That's like that's a Sakuga anime that almost no one should watch, and we'll probably talk about someday. Here's a cut he did on. Uh, he, obviously, people can't see this, but here's a cut he did on Gridman in the last episode. Uh. I love this oh, man. Oh yeah! Oh, that fucking cut yeah. is so sick. Yeah, I love this like man. The... He's like he, he's like known for this crazy like wiggly style that's just like you can easily see it. I didn't actually recognize him in in, in a Gridman though. He, he toned it down a little bit because he can't really. It's 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 just not obviously about he in this shot. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of tones down his style to kind of fit in with the rest, I guess. Make it look kind of clunky yeah, it... like the rest of the 3D is, and it, it works really well. But uh, he's, he's known for doing these like, really crazy erratic a, uh... movements, and I, and I I love him to death. He wasn't working on a. Uh... Misaki Yuasa thing, so he kind of had to tone down his own style. I mean, even, I can it, definitely. You can even see it in Space Dandy. It's a uh, like he's got this crazy like. like I could go on yeah, for hours yeah. about Lavahi JD. And Papa all, still uh, needs to shower though, because someone has to work in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got to make this money, or the podcast lights aren't going to stay on. <laughs> well, no, I like no the independent wealthy guy in the group. I ain't, I ain't supporting this. You get my voice. That's all you get. <laughs> You I get got my a voice in my casual Alaskan racism. Fantastic. Is there any better? Well, I was about to say, is there any better form of racism? But I live in the American South, so let's just be. Let's just about you know what. No, if if you want to know like the the best form of casual racism, go read like any night like pre nineteen eighties British sci fi. Like, just go, go and read. Like, pick up any like 
pre-1980s British sci-fi author's book. And, like, randomly, you'll just guarantee by 20 pages into the book, you'll just have some random scientist be like, oh, yes, you know, we have to deal with the white man's issues, you know, like work and taxes. And you're just like, where did this come from? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that was like, that's that's how it was. Like, I, I could not believe it, but I've been on a sci-fi kick recently, and that's just been it. Oh, yeah. Don't don't look up the name of his cat. Let's, let's just agree on that. <laughs> See, I actually didn't know that was the name of his cat. I thought that was the name of the cat from the Rats in the Walls. Like, I didn't realize he also named his cat that. Yeah, yeah, that's... God damn it, H.P. You know what's really, like, really, really weird about H.P. Lovecraft? And then, you know, and I'll say this, and then we can was horribly racist? On. Like, not, not only... not It's not that he was horribly racist. Yes, he was. And that is... Fuck... It's not even real that weird because of the time he was from. What's weird is that he has a gigantic following with progressive people uh i know hey i am one uh <laughs> despite despite my uh, my southern charm aka racist jokes i am i am a southern person i am a progressive person and there are so many people that love his works because they describe like pretty like well, i don't have to tell you what they fucking describe it's hp lovecraft eldritch beings and they love his works and then they look up anything about them and they're like Oh no! <laughs> yeah, go go go! Like uh, go look up his poetry, like uh, he go has read entire... his books. <laughs> well, no, like the books are one thing because you can project racism onto a character, and that's just character. But go yeah. read his poetry, where he has this entire thing where he wrote this like uh, one poem that's super long about like this malformed abomination of a man, and he's describing like the most grotesque, unintelligent creature. And then, like, at the very end, he's like, and God decided to call it, and he just drops the N-word. <laughs> You're just like, holy crap, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> oh! Oh! Yeah. Fantastic. That was H.P. Lovecraft. But, uh, yeah, so, I, I honestly think casual racism is the best place to drop this conversation at. Like, uh... My soul is a raisin! <laughs> oh, it's just... Yeah, like, and and that's been We Hate Anime, your number one podcast for casual racism. Oh, oh that's that's a great tagline. That's, yeah, yeah uh, Sleepy Cast is gone. We're your number one podcast for casual racism, guys. <laughs> I miss Sleepy now. All right. Uh, well, so, uh, I've been English Mike. Uh, <laughs> go on, you you fabulous men. Exit yourselves out of here. Yeah, uh, I'm known as Frog King. You can follow me on Twitter. Just kidding. Oh, you you yeah, can, and, uh, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's I'll put yeah, I'll put and, it in uh, the description. It's it's at Animikaru. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I'm Moth, and uh, I don't have a Twitter because I have better things to do than argue with people I hate online all day. <laughs> well, I don't have better things to do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, like if you ever like create a Twitter for this podcast and you put me in charge of it, like it's just gonna be a train wreck. My Twitter sucks, man. I don't want anyone to follow. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna fill it with like transparency garbage. Like conspiracy I think, I think, I think garbage. Hate actually like, follow it, but I do follow you because you're Thog. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's me. Yeah, if if we had a Twitter account and you gave me like user rights over it for whatever stupid reason, you just like come back after three days and it'll just be two days straight of me posting every single SCP from the profile, just one after the other. <laughs> oh man, we should talk about SCPs one day. I, I want to talk about the satellite that. Uh, identifies as a as a human being that uh, writes uh, 
uh, Tomer Fan Fiction. And that's been We Hate Anime, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful day, Daijobu family, and peace out. <laughs> Is that our outro? I don't, I don't say Daijobu. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>